the nerds take over. Us? Huh? All right, so this time on Nerdables, we're going to review Marvel's new Black Panther. We're going to say goodbye to a... Trailer. Trailer. We're not reviewing Black Panther. Somehow we saw the movie like almost a year early. We just review the Black Panther, you know. We just give a general view. He's a Panther and he's Black Panther. I reviewed Black Panther's role in Civil War since I watched it again the other day. Yeah. We're going to say goodbye to a legend. And we're going to finally give our review on Wonder Woman. So, welcome, Ethan, Chris, and Mikey. I didn't go in order. Hey. I don't think it's really in order. <laughs> I usually go around the table that way. It doesn't really matter. <coughs> I think as long as you get the names out there and get them correct. Welcome, Bob, Pierre, and John. <laughs> Who? Oh, <laughs> 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 hello. Names from uh, yeah. Jackbox last night. Yeah. I don't think we can. <laughs> I don't think we can. can We're having fire. discussions about fire. trying to get rid of the explicit <laughs> label. That's probably what's holding us back on iTunes. <laughs> So we can't use any of the stuff that we used oh, last wow. night. Those names, wow. Or even some of the comments we put on there. Oh, quash. No, what is it? Hasmist. What's the What's the first game? Um, forgot the name of it. First game we played. Quiplash. 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 Quiplash yeah. I'm trying to remember. So let's let's well, say see, that's a... an easy selection. Well, no. First, we should point out that we're recording on June 11th. Yes. Which means it's the 24th anniversary of. The release at Jurassic Park. I just want to put it out there. I'm wearing my T-shirt that I bought that same summer. It's twenty-four. It's, it's one year. Yeah, you give it. Matter. Give it next year. Anniversary, yeah. anniversary. It's like the thirty-fifth of uh, ET, isn't it? Well, we can start. Thinking Relationships about... are the only ones that matter when you have to deal with it on <laughs> no, a yearly basis. This too, it's well, just, no, it's just Chris for is a in day. a relationship with Jurassic Park. That's true. Thirty-five years ago today, I cried like a baby on ET. At really? ET. Oh my god. <laughs> I oh, cried man. so bad. Yeah, the point where he dies. I was Spoiler born that, that year in '81. So, <laughs> actually, I cried. Birthday. I cried more when he left Elliot than I did when he died. Thirty-five years ago, I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just broke my heart when he left Elliot. That wasn't released in June, though, was it? It was August. Was it August? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think. I thought it was May. What? No, it wasn't that. It's amazing when you think about the fact that E.T. was the number one grossing film in the world for something like 20-something years. Yeah. And so what beat it? Jurassic Park. 82. What the fuck? And then Jurassic Park beat it. And then a whole bunch of movies kept beating it. Yeah, it was 82. Yes. The same year as uh, Empire. No, as Jedi. No, Jedi was 83. 83, Empire was 82. I'm getting old. What was it? June 11th, 82. Oh, it is today. Yeah, see, I thought it was. Wow. I remember reading it 81. No, I could have sworn. I thought for sure it was June 11th. Back there, those are the type of movies that that was probably in theaters for six months. I mean, the last time that I saw Jurassic Park in the theater, it opened in June 11th. I saw it the last week of August before we went back to school when I went to see it the fourth or fifth time, fourth time in the theater. I was like, you know, movies then used to be all there. We're talking, we're going to talk about. But you also didn't have. Well, we're going to talk about Wonder Woman being super successful. It'll be out of theaters in four weeks. Right. You know? I mean, it's amazing to think of. Well, look how fast Logan ended up on Blu-ray, and so did uh, Beauty well, and the Beast. Not, that, that's not the issue, though. The but you remember was... how long it used to take for a movie to come out? Well, yeah, the... you also couldn't buy it. The yeah. first time that BT came out as a cassette, it was $125, uh-huh. because they wanted you to go rent it from Music Plus and Warehouse. Well, that's right. That's how old I am. Lego Batman still hasn't come out on DVD. No, it has. Batman comes yeah. out Tuesday. It comes out Tuesday, Tuesday, but it came out. It came out. It's been out for like three or four weeks on... Uh, 
on on demand. But, yeah. yeah, well, on uh, iTunes. But digital. even then, that's that's a long time for a movie like that. Yeah. yeah. To me, it was like Logan's already Logan came out before Lego Batman, and Logan was released after Lego Batman. It just depends on what you. Logan want to do was after Lego Batman. So yeah, yeah. Because it Logan was early February. No, Logan was March. Yeah. March was it March? Yeah. 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 But I, yeah, yeah, I guess that, it was. Uh, Lego Batman was second week of February, first week of February. Well, I can. Then they released it. Right, they released it right around when they released the. I, but movie. I can also see why they would February wait. 10th. I can also see why they'd wait until this coming week because most schools will be out. Almost every school will be out, and then it's it's a it's a summer. The Disney stuff and Pixar was waiting for something for once that was like six months. Animated ones are weird because they wait forever to put them out compared to Mm -hmm. live action. I think it depends on who. It depends on what you want to do. Like I always said with with Star Wars, if you really wanted to, I would wait until the month before the next movie comes out. Oh, you know, people would cool. just go insane. But that's the thing. So, yeah, they would go insane and rush out and yeah. buy it. Yeah, the, you have you have your casual people that haven't seen it in so long and are like, I'd watch that again. But they're not. They don't rush out the day that it comes out, like you and me, to go get it to watch it again and again and again. Right. But if you tell those people you're not going to see it for another year, and that's the other thing is you can push that little bit if you're telling people that you won't get. A legal release. This is the reason everything comes out so quickly. Is because it would stay in the theater a lot longer than it could. But in the day of digital piracy, it doesn't. Because I mean, even you watch all these films legally. So what's the point? You know, <laughs> you have a you have a channel dedicated to illegal downloading, and it's right there. So. Shh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now you shush me, even though you say, "Yeah, I've seen Guardians six times in the theaters, but I've seen it fifteen times at home because I have this copy from some guy in the Bronx who's just watching TV through his camcorder from nineteen eighty four. Well, see, but right now, watch you, it. Unfortunately, we don't get the we don't get the uh, the screeners until November December. That's when they wait. You know, then you get them from December that through will be way out on DVD. By then. Oh yeah, yeah. Which one? Guardians. Oh yeah. I still have to go see that. Seen you haven't seen it in part two? Nope. Well, when, when are we going? I don't know. Okay, so we had to say goodbye to a legend yesterday. Wonder Woman, apparently. <laughs> well, no, I want I want to get the the sadness. Yeah. Over I think I think the I think maybe when you start doing the rundown, we should do it in the order that we actually talk about stuff. Well, we usually do, but I, but I wanted did I know because we just watched the Black Panther trailer and it just made see me the think. Black Panther trailer first and then. Adam West, Adam West. And, then, and then Wonder Woman. We can do it that way. We'll talk about it. No, I'm just saying. Just, if you want to start with Adam West, you can start with Adam West. I just well, start over. Start over. <laughs> Adam Lee. What? From uh, Family Guy. One of his things from Family Guy. <laughs> he had a light bright set, but he didn't have enough light, or, like little pegs or something. So he spelled out Adam Wee. He's like, ah, my name's not Adam West. It's Adam Wee. <laughs> <laughs> Is he Adam West in that show? Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he plays, plays himself. Like I love version of himself. Spoiler alert: He passed away. Um, I love how many. He's sixty-eight years old, and I didn't realize 88. 88. it was eighty-eight. Oh yeah, he was eighty-eight. Who died? Somebody died. It was sixty-eight. Um, Wasn't Adam West? Uh, the number of people on Facebook that immediately went, "What about Family Guy? <laughs> what about Family? What's going to happen with Family Guy? Help Guess what? Out. It's still going to suck." It just won't suck with Adam West. They'll they'll kill him off on the show. Um, I, I think you just ignore it. How did the Simpsons handle? Uh, uh, 
Yeah, Kerbuffle. Was it Glenn Headley? Yes. She was 63. I think they just stopped using her. Yeah, they didn't write her. I mean, I know there's a a chalkboard gag that was, well, Miss You, Mrs. Kerbuffle, or Miss You, Mrs. Headley. I think that was it. Yeah, in the show, they never really wrote her out. Even later, like, when Edna passed or anything, like, nothing like that. Yeah, they didn't say anything. Well, they did an episode where... But I stopped watching it for a long time. So <laughs> yeah, I that's what I was wondering. I was like, I don't know. If they did an episode it. in the last year or so. It might have been this, season, this last season where they showed um, a cemetery. And then they, they show Ned Flanders there. Maud Flanders. And they show Maud and Edna together there. Like hmm. the, you know, like they're talking and everything, they and they, they kind of showed everybody that was the dead. I didn't realize Disco. Huh. They killed off Disco Stew. Yeah. When they kill off Disco Stew, it was a while this ago. This is a great but... Adam Westcott discussion. Because <laughs> I know ago. for the longest time it was just, it was Bleeding Gums Murphy and Mod. No, no, it was Bleeding Gums Murphy and the psychiatrist from the first season. Oh yeah, Monroe. yeah, because they they only used him. They used him a couple times. Yeah, they used him a couple because he's the first he's, couple seasons. Yeah, like right. The first two seasons, first three seasons, because he's on the smart line when the uh, March Against Violence or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he would—they never killed him off in the show. They just said in one of the flashbacks, it yeah. was like the only two characters that ever died. If you're watching the show on Sunday, you're like, "There's only one." It was Bleeding as Murphy, and they said Bleeding as Murphy and Doctor Barbara Monroe. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> it was just a character they got rid of. I'm trying to remember if they killed Marvin Monroe off and then brought him back. For something, they're like, wait a minute, didn't we kill this person off type deal? Why are we having... Well, they, he never dies in the show. No, I know. It was just a character they decided they weren't going to use again. I don't know, but like while we're talking about The Simpsons, I, when I was up at Universal Studios the other day, mm-hmm. I realized, because they have you know they have the facades, they have Moe's, Tavern, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the dungeon there, right? The comic book store? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it should be a real comic book store. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. You go in. You I imagine they would, would not do that because there's one in Universal City Walk. What's the one in City Walk? Things from another world. Things now? from another world. Yeah, things from another yeah, world would true. go immediately. Yeah. Like, why would you do that if you could go into Universal and buy? But comic things books? from another could, world barely can. sells comics anymore. They're matter. basically. It doesn't matter if you make a com- well. The comic book store. Congratulations. The comic book store inside of a theme park is not going to have comics. Yeah. That's the other thing is they're not going to sell Marvel comics in a comic book store. No, they should. If they sell, they can't sell anything. No, they sell the Simpsons, and that'd be it. Yeah. Bongo stuff. Yeah, so you'd have one title. Futurama. Is Futurama still being published? I don't even know if that was in previews. I think it is. I don't remember. So Adam West. Dude, you don't see that crap enough anyway. So Adam West. If anybody that doesn't know who Adam West is, they haven't... Old chum. They haven't lived in the last, what, 60 years? I mean, because, you know, I think everybody, when they first identify Batman, they... Either think Michael Keaton or... Our age, yes. Or, well, it's the thing that Kevin Smith talked about for the 75th anniversary of Batman. There are, for him, there are three major gateways. And it's all by generation. So, for the older generation, it was Adam West in the Batman TV series. Mm-hmm. For the generation, or generation and a half afterwards, it was Batman animated. Or, I'm sorry, it was a um, Batman with Michael Keaton, the Tim Burton films, and then Batman animated. And... He said this with the lesser effect of the Nolan ones, but there's you're kind of your first live action or or multimedia Batman, your non comic Batman, and a lot of people are introduced to Batman outside of the comic book form, and that's what the Batman TV series did. It introduced an entire nation to Batman as silly, as campy, mm-hmm. as talking like. 
Did Chubb. And that changed everything in DC Comics because that book was not that tone. But that's the tone that the producers wanted to go with because they couldn't translate what was in a comic to a TV series. Right. And, and have it happen. And also the the time period that they were putting that on. Yeah. And it was also you, Adam you West wanted to play you that. Couldn't Adam do... West didn't want to play what was on um what was on the page. It's just like that wasn't that didn't mean anything to him. Because even when you it. look at the seventies, you know, Spider Man and Wonder Woman Spider-Man, and the Incredible Spider-Man. Hulk. The Incredible Hulk was probably the darkest one. Well even then, I mean Incredible Hulk was kind of dumb too. Yeah. But but all, it was still all campy. Now uh, did Adam West do the voice in Super Friends? Because I know he did it in the Scooby Doo. Him and Bart so. Ward did it in Scooby Doo, but I can't remember if they did it in the uh, Super Friends. Well, somebody, somebody <laughs> can look it up. Mike, look it up. He's on it. Um, but but, you, but it, it, Adam West's importance is that that series, until Miller's Dark Knight in the comics, that series influenced what the Batman series would have been. It never got to the king. You know, it wasn't him punching someone in the gigantic panel that would say zonk or whatever. <laughs> but it was a lighter tone. And he just kind of, they went a little lighter with everything and uh, going forward. Right. And, but the thing was, that series was canceled because, not because it wasn't popular, it was too expensive for how far. Bolin Soul. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I don't think he did super fun. Because for a long well, time, Adam West was pissed off about Batman. Oh, yeah. Because he couldn't act anymore. Oh, yeah. Because he do it, it almost, it, he had typecast. He had totally typecast. And unlike mm-hmm. someone like Leonard Nimoy, who went into different realms, because Leonard Nimoy had a problem with Spock, um, his first autobiography was called I Am Not Spock. It was about him trying to get back into acting. Well, William Shatner had a problem. Shatner had the problem. No, Shatner didn't. He was on TV. He well, went and did T.J. Hooker, TJ, and, but he, he from the '60s to the '80s, he didn't do much. He found enough that he was he never had as much of a problem with being Captain Kirk as someone like Leonard Nimoy, who wanted to be a serious dramatic actor, right? Had with people telling him as he's going out to play, you know, Shakespeare roles in role, Shakespeare, yeah. going, yeah, but we're not going to put Spock do on Spock. the stage. Well, no, the, the the casting directors are looking at him saying, we're not putting Spock on the stage because that's all anyone will see. Mm-hmm. Adam West ran into the same thing. Anything Adam West wanted to do, they said, well, we don't want our fans to see whatever program we're doing, whatever play or TV or movie, we don't want fans watching it and going, oh, that's Batman. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the impact of that sort of thing where you kind of keep going and they have to get to the point where you accept it. Well, even somebody like go. Lee Majors got typecast for the longest Everyone time, did. too. Mark I mean, back then, the, yeah. One of the few people that broke out from that was Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Because he went and did Indiana Jones, and the people were confused. Like, wait, who? <laughs> like, watch this. Witness. Huh? Yeah, but he did Blade Runner before. Which, you could say Blade Runner character is kind of Han Solo, but... He played a lot of the same types of yeah. characters. But he was able to get... Uh, he was able to go find other roles that... Right. Didn't put him in. He was one of the few that, that could do it. And there were a lot of other people that couldn't. So, Adam West... And then, you know, for the last couple of years, just really... Well, he went back to finally embracing the, it. Yeah, yeah, well, they all embraced it because there was money. Once the pop culture explosion started, yeah. way before it really became what it is now, but as you started to go to conventions and realized, if I ask for $20 for somebody to come up and hand me a picture and I put Adam West on it and hand it to them, if I can do that a hundred times, mm-hmm. I have two thousand dollars, and I can do two hundred signatures in an hour. 
That's four thousand dollars. <laughs> and, and that's just a starting to price. Fly there and pay for my like table and all that other stuff and keep going. Yeah, and stuff like that. Because think about like somebody like Mark Hamill or one character. Mark Hamill is two hundred dollars. Yeah. And not all of it goes to Mark Hamill, and not all of it goes to Mark Hamill because he donates some of it too. But that's the you know Hamill's price is more of that market price that you can't really. Well, even even Anthony Daniels was seventy five at Celebration Four. Yeah, well, that's the market price is market. If Mark Hamill were to go, I want it. I want it to be twenty dollars. His agent's going to go no because the other agent for Harrison Ford is going not a chance in hell. Yeah. You have to. This is it's a sports thing. You know, it's the same thing. Like if you're a top defenseman in the NHL, as we watch Pittsburgh celebrate their worthless championship. If he's making the same per picture, if he's as making, Ashley Eckstein, yeah. Well, if he's, he's making, a... if he's making a certain amount, but he's one of the best defensemen in the National Hockey League, and he asks for less, his agent says, "We're not going to do that because the NHL PA is going to kill us. You have to go by a market rate as a start. You don't right. have to be the highest, but you got to be somewhere around there. So that's the same thing with Mark Hamill. If Mark Hamill is two hundred dollars. Mark Hamill's twenty dollars. Then all of a sudden, Billy D. Williams is five bucks, right? Versus the sixty dollars or whatever he charged. What Jeremy Bullock would be a dollar, right? Um, well, that's what I'm saying. Is you know, for someone like Ashley Eckstein who who gets like twenty dollars a one, or a, a signing, uh, you know, Mark Hamill's not going to make the same one or same amount. Yeah. Um. But he, Adam West embraced it. He, he played that kind of voice in there. He played Batman or played Adam West in in um. The Simpsons mm-hmm. at a car show, which started, which you know, well, led to the Batman doesn't dance anymore, which led to the Family Guy uh, he, uh, casting. Well, the biggest thing is he did the voice of the Great Ghost, the Batman animated series, which mm, is Bruce yeah, Wayne's right. favorite uh, pulp hero when he was a kid. That was one of those those zygous moments where they came up with this character and said, "We want Adam West to do this," because Adam West inspired Bruce Wayne in the in the in the cartoon series, and that I still remember watching that episode, going, "That's Adam West." Yeah, well, he's Holy got crap, he's got Adam such West. a great voice, or he had such a well, great yeah. voice that you know it was kind of the same thing with Mark Hamill. He couldn't get roles where people would see his face because they're going, "Hey, it's Luke Skywalker." Hey, it's Batman. You know, so he well, did. The a, thing is, you know, they did well, a lot the of voiceover. Adam West is. Yeah, he did a lot of voiceover as Adam West. Yes. Mark Hamill did a different voice. You don't right. listen to the Joker and go, that's Luke Skywalker. Right. That's him bitching about going to get parts at Tashi Station. Um, Adam West <laughs> played Adam West in all of the roles that he played. Yes. And his role is one of the most often imitated roles in history in so many different places. Again, back to The Simpsons, the beekeepers in the episode where Homer finds the sugar. You know, it's quite a little... Too quiet. Bees make a lot of noise. No noise suggests no bees. There's one. To the Beemobile. You and your Chevy. (laughs) And we meet someone. Homer, you diabolical villain. It was fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's why he played a over-exaggerated form of himself on Family Guy. Because he... It's... He's... He looked up to someone like William Shatner and said, that's the way to go. Yeah. I mean, you know, when, when you're playing a character caricature of yourself, aliens are here to kill us. <laughs> you know, you could you could look at it and go, "Oh God, well, I'm you know, my career's done." Or you could do like Adam West did and embrace it and really make something out of it. Well, you have to at that point. Yeah. Again, he didn't have much of a choice. Yeah, it's the only way. And luckily, you, money, you know, yeah. that full circle of everyone denied that that uh, that role that that series. 
as you got past it and went, oh, it's so stupid and so campy. As you got to Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller in the comic book, you got to Michael Keaton and Tim Burton's mm-hmm. Batman, which now you look at it and go, well, that's kind of campy too. But at yeah. the time, it was like, well, this is as serious as anything you've done, especially the Batman animated series. Um, then you get to the Nolans. And- yeah, so that type of stuff. And there was, again, that 75th anniversary panel at WonderCon that I went to with Kevin Smith, where Kevin Smith talked about this of not telling anybody that he loved that Batman because he didn't want people to know that he loved the Batman TV series because it was so campy. And there was, oh gosh, who was it? There there was a certain creator and all of a sudden it's escaping me. There was a certain creator that he was like sitting with. I want to say it was Matt Wagner, but I could be wrong and told him, no, if you love it, just love it. Yeah. Like this, just to own it. Who cares? It's, you can write Batman like Frank Miller and Sirius and Gruff and Batman the Dark Knight and still love that series. You can love Batman for what he is now and love Batman Brave and the Bold as a cartoon, which he's he's the straight the straight man to all of the craziness around it. But the tone of that is much more in line with the Batman oh, TV it's series. so much more in line you know, with you know, it's a silver Yeah, it's a Silver Age comic that's fun and quirky and, and, and silly. And that type of stuff is there. But, you know, it... it he was alive long enough to see that circle come back to people loving that series for what it was, for its influence, for its power, and wanting to honor him, enjoy him, embrace him for what he did for that series. Well, as soon as Snyder's done, or Snyder, yeah, when, when Zack Snyder's done with the Batman or, you know, his verse. Everybody's gonna want camp back into the Batman roles because he's just gotten way too dark. That's Even Frank Miller's going, "Whoa, man, back that one up a little bit." Yeah, that's the best thing about Batman is because you've created him in different forms, yeah. so anybody can love him. Yeah. So if, well, you, don't, if you don't like the seriousness, you can like the camp, or if you they, don't like the camp, and he you, did a really good job in terms of the way that Batman ended up developing. No other characters like that. I mean, you don't. There have are it. some, but nothing to this degree. Batman, you can tell a lot of different types of stories using Batman as your your. You can yeah. tell the superhero story. You can tell the detective story. You can tell the horror story. You can tell the monster story. Mm-hmm. You can tell all of them using Batman slash Bruce Wayne as your main character, yeah. which is why he's so versatile in there. Not being a, not being a super powered individual. Yeah, he's got a lot of that. You know. Daredevil has a little bit of this in, in the Marvel, but but not he's really. He's still a little bit more serious because he's a little. I mean, yeah, but he's a lot. Yeah, I would say he's a lot more it. serious, but, but well, no, I mean, it just depends on what you're gonna you're gonna tell that type of story with. But yes, Batman lends himself to a lot of different types of of series, and his rogues gallery is so big. And it wasn't the intention from the start, but the way it develops, the way that you can get you can use this character in so many ways. So many different creators have taken him mm-hmm. and made it into a silly series because you look at you know, like. You have a guy who dresses up as a clown. Yeah. You have a guy who's a penguin who kind of looks like a, just a fat beach ball. There's a dude who wears an Egyptian hat. A dude who <laughs> phrases stuff. And the girl is a total... She's just wearing a skin-tight suit. And she has this weird love affair with Batman that she can never really put together. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just Don't forget about the Riddler. All of it. I mean, the, yeah. the, whole, the whole group. And that's what the... I've always thought that the... The tone of that series was more influenced by who the villains were yeah. than Batman itself. Where you're looking at it like, we can't take these villains seriously. No. And well, you see at... some of the ones that didn't make it. There's Two-Face isn't really in it. If he's in I don't it, think he's in it at all. at all. 
He's, so, I mean, he was in the... I think he was in the 66. Was he? Yeah. yeah. I know Mr. Freeze, but Mr. Freeze was supposed to, but he yeah. wasn't. Well, you always wait for, in... like, oh, who who's Batman going to fight this week? Yeah. Today. And a lot of the, lot of the stuff that we... Well, you, you mean, yeah, we I mean, have well, Burgess Meredith. There's a lot of things yeah. that we use. Again, we talked about influence when we talked about um, something like, the, you know, music themes and music cues. The Jaws theme now just means like impending doom. And right. the Imperial theme means evil. And Raiders means adventure. You use it across all the spectrums. Right. There's so much stuff in the Batman TV series that we use. Mm-hmm. That same Bat Time, Bat Channel. We Everybody uses that. Oh, yeah. Um... You've got stuff like the the phone, you know. The phone is all over the place too. Yeah. How many times have you seen the phone? You know, the red phone. yeah, and the the, yeah. the secret layer, which is a, a Batman staple, but to have that there and they used it to great, uh, to great effect that so many people fell in love with the idea of having. But look at the talented uh, actors that they had playing those roles. Too. Yeah, a lot of people who ended up yeah. doing voice work, like Burgess Meredith. <laughs> Burgess Meredith. I mean, well, he yeah, still he had did. he, he had a major rock. career too. Though. Well, yeah, Rocky. Makacha, Rocky, Rocky, and then of course his greatest role, Globulus, in GI Joe the movie. Yes, and, um, the Joker had. They kept the mustache. They just painted over it. Yeah, Caesar Romero refused yeah. to to yeah. shave his mustache off, so they're just like they just painted over it. But Caesar Romero way, is still a you know a talented yeah. actor. That no, went well, on. no, they were all talented people. Um, uh, I want to see. Is it George Gershwin? Play the Riddler. Frank Gershwin. Frank, Frank Gershwin. Yeah. George, yeah. Frank Julie Gershwin. Newmar Gershwin. had a career. Gershwin. Um, of course, the only bat, Catwoman is Eartha Kid. Shady, <laughs> three different people that play. Lee Merriweather. Well, again, with the show that 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 uh, groundbreaking part of the show that was one of the first comic book characters that was cast against their race mm-hmm. when yeah. Eartha Kid played Catwoman as an African American woman playing a white character mm-hmm. in the comics, and not only that, but a white character in the TV series at a point too. Yeah. Where it was just sort of, you know, they did the soap opera thing of, for today's show, the role of Catwoman <laughs> will be played by Eartha Kitt. Don't mind that she's that was the That was the only thing about the Halle Berry Catwoman. No. That was, just, that was cool. Nope. The way that nope. they showed... No. Nope. They showed all nope. of the former Catwoman. Does not exist. It did? Yeah. Doesn't, nope. Yeah. Doesn't care. Doesn't they, nope. Nope. It's over. It was, there is no reason to give any credibility to that film. That is the reason why bad films still get made. They, they the they'll whole idea was that because they'll just be like, at least Nerdables will talk about it fifteen years later. <laughs> Catwoman was a power that you know was kind of passed on, like through the yeah, mantle. Yeah, she was a totem character. It was terrible. Let's yeah. stop talking about it. this. Is about Adam West. It was cool that, that they West showed all Catwoman. of Catwoman. How about that? Adam West yes. hated the Catwoman TV movie. Mm. Said it was terrible. Um. No, I mean, you know, there was the, Bart Ward was on some one of the shows, uh, radio shows, talking about it the other oh, day. Yeah, that guy. Who? Bart Ward. Bart Ward. Bert Ward. Bert or Bart. Bart. Bert. Bert. It's Bert. 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 They had such a good friendship that you know they would film all week and then they'd go off on Saturdays and play you know tennis together and people would say and then he would start banging whores. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Burt Ward was one of those guys. Just like, well, Adam West is doing his thing. I have no money. I'm gonna write a book about all of the terrible things, <laughs> crazy shit I did while I was on Batman. But they are also talking about how you know, I never thought Bob. about it. Was it you like know. Bob Denver. <laughs> was Bob Denver crazy? Yeah, he was. I, yeah, uh, I, I finally figured he was. Well, that guy had all those, all those type characters were. 
Yeah. Um, no, but he was talking about how they um, they he, they felt that you know when they were doing the show that they were it was their chance to talk to the public you know the, uh, through the show, and that he said you know I I didn't realize there were so many double entendres that there were in the oh, show. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Dude, watch an episode of Animaniacs. <laughs> oh yeah, the stuff they point out, the stuff they don't point out. Holy crap. I mean, you can still get away with so much stuff nowadays because kids don't know. Unless yeah, but they were also getting away with stuff that that the the censors and the, you know the the it's studios weren't stupid. really aware of. Everything flies over their head. They just yeah. hear everything's so subtle, and they could like, do it. Oh, they they were doing it in such a campy way that they could get away with Dave it. Dave Chappelle bit when he was doing the Chappelle show, and there was that song with the ski 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 ski, and he's like, yeah. hear it on the radio, and he's like, I'm like, how is this on the radio? And then I realized. White people don't know what this means. <laughs> so he's just like, I'm going to say it as much as I can before they can figure it out. Skate, 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 skate. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of that type of stuff where it just flies over because like, they have no idea what it means. And the writers are the coolest people in the, in the room. And just sort of like, all right. But Adam West did say it, was, it took him a long time to finally embrace that character. Once again. A long time, John. Well... When your money starts to dwindle a little bit, you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, need, I think I'll be. And then, like, like a lot of once you had a lot of shows, and I mean, he had he was on Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Was, um, was, was some, there was something else where he was in. I can't remember what the picture was, but you know, he played himself in it as, as well because that same sort of thing that that I forget. He's played himself in so many things. Yeah, that, the, he made the, when he, you have he made that, a second career out of playing himself. That yeah. pop culture then becomes the zygist, then you're in demand again. So. It's like Stan Lee, you know. Stan Lee never his went whole, away because he his was always whole in the career comic basically now is playing himself. Well, yeah, but yeah. it's not like Stan Lee ever went anywhere. He True. Was, worked for Marvel and then wasn't working for Marvel, but went to form his own company of characters Ow. that nobody cares about. And then, yeah, now it's just like, I could be in all the films. Excelsior. <laughs> well, he was the narrator on Powerless. Yes, he was. And he did, he had, uh, Episode or two. Is that that crappy show that just came out? And it, got, canceled. got canceled. Yeah, that's probably what killed him. <laughs> yeah, he, did he realized pay. he was on that show, and he's like, nope, don't want to be was, here anymore. But no, seriously, it, it, leukemia, right? Yeah. yeah he, uh, very I, quickly. Nobody knew he was yeah. sick. Yeah, no one knew was, he was sick. And they said it was a short battle with leukemia. It was basically something that they, they just didn't announce it when he had it. But probably mm-hmm. when they found it, likely it was just like, it's not going to be very long, so there's no point in saying anything. Just yeah. Before you just... Well, he'd recorded several episodes for next year's Family Guy already. He did too. a voice on Grand Theft Auto V. First Guard mm-hmm. Prologue, uncredited voice. Yeah. Wow. Uh... How do you get that phone call? <laughs> we want you to be First Guard Prologue in GTA V. <laughs> what is this about? Well, you run around and you run people over and murder people. Hey, I know that game. (laughs) He played himself on Thirty Rock. Yes. Yeah. Uh, He played himself in the Fairly Odd Parents, Nickelodeon show. Uh, Looks like he did a lot of voiceovers. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Uh, Is that you know he had nothing left to do but go to voiceover. He was in the Batman uh, TV show as Mayor Grange. I'm surprised. Was that one? What that was that? the one that was on CW for a while. That was an ugly ass looking one. It was the one after Batman. It was the Strikes. crappy CG one. Yeah. Was that two? No, that no was, it wasn't. No, the, it wasn't 2004. No, it wasn't the, the crappy CG one. It wasn't. No, the bat the Batman or the the Batman was on. Uh, the better one. It was on CW They're or all on CW. A, uh, oh. but it was before 
I think it was maybe even before it was CW. He played R. Uh, Kelly's lawyer in the Boondocks. I think I remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of Scooby-Doo stuff. Yeah. Well, they had Batman yeah, and Robin on there. A on. lot. I think there's three episodes. I could be wrong. I thought there were more than that. He was on an episode of Kim Possible. Uh, he played Batman in The Simpsons. Yeah. He was on the Drew Carey show. I think I remember that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 I think that is Batman Strikes. Yeah, it's this one. Yeah, they just called it The Batman. I liked this one. I thought this one was good. The, the, was on an episode of the CG one was on Cartoon Network. The CG one was the one that came after Brave and the Bold because that was that last yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh-huh. showed like the, the preview for it and um, uh, Batmite was <laughs> just like, why are they doing this? Mm-hmm. He oh, was on an seriously. episode of Animaniacs as Spruce Wayne. That's awesome. Crusader. <laughs> Sure, it's there somewhere. Did you see it's coming back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just not gonna be the same. I wanted to bring back uh, Tiny Toons also. Tiny Toons is amazing. So, um, yeah, uh, our condolences go out to uh, Adam West and his family. We don't have to think condolences to Adam West. What? You don't have to send condolences to Adam West. He's not gonna get them. <laughs> He's not gonna pick up the bat phone and get them. Yeah. Well, this is Adam West. Probably the, the, the one, no bat phone in head. The one piece of... Well, there's two pieces of art. It was the one of him going up the, you know, like the, the side of the building thing, but it's all clouds. Like he's, you know, yeah. some, and there's one of... Um, it was done before, but it's the toy, the Batman 66 toy. And it's uh, the um, Christopher Reeve Superman mm. toy. And he has it. It's like Photoshop, but it's oh, yeah. it's got his hand out towards him. And he's kind of floating towards it, okay. and people seeing that one and just going like, you know, "Now cool. both of them are are together." And yeah, and George they're forming the too, Justice going, League in heaven. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I just saw the uh, sixty, the complete sixty six series at uh, Best Buy for like sixty bucks. Yeah, I was like, well, I say, that's they, not bad. I've seen them. That was part for of Blu-ray. my my introduction to Batman was more Super Friends because yeah, you know it was later, and then Scooby Doo was actually my like first Scooby Doo. They were on there the '66 because my when they were running reruns, my mom yeah, said, and then, oh, but that's well, yeah, the '70s. I, yeah, I saw those oh, first, and then yeah. that was there, and and I still remember going to the library to see the movie. You know, it was like kids' movie night. It was every Wednesday at the Newberry Park oh, Library. The Batman 66. Yeah, so the Batman 66 movie was one of them. And I remember just watching it. And I think that was the point where I'm like, this is dumb. I think that was my first introduction to the live action was the movie. More so than the series. Well, the thing was, the series that. got wrapped up in royalty issues. And that's why no one was showing it. And why it wasn't on DVD. They showed the whole movie of, all the time. The movie wasn't. That's the thing. The movie had a completely different contract. Yeah. That's why... The TV was always like, on like Nick or... Yeah, well, later. They, they found it yeah. in different places, but they eventually got rid of it because of them trying to work out the deal to get it on DVD. DVD. Uh. The Batman movie was... It was like G4 showed the Batman movie yep. all the time. And mm. a bunch of other places had it. TBS used to show it all the time back in yeah. the... Back in like the early 80s and stuff. Oh. Or late 70s, early 80s. Because they had... TBS was around back then? Oh, yeah. TBS was, around TBS was one of the first ones. Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they were one of the first cable stations. They were one of the first cable stations that went national. Thanks for asking that, old people. So. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's how I may ended up being such a big Braves fan, because I could watch them on TBS every day of the summer. <laughs> I'd go over to Eric's, and we'd sit around and do nothing, and turn the TV on. Like, hey, we'll watch the Braves game. So, Black Panther! I don't, have a good, I don't have a good segue into it. A character I was going to try something with Dark Knight to the no, Black Panther. You could have someone, a character seemingly inspired by Batman. Yeah. The Black Panther. The Prince of Wakanda. Made yeah. his film debut in Civil, Civil War. War. Everyone was like, this is awesome. They should make a movie. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're already going to. <laughs> they hired every black actor in Hollywood except Terrence Howard. Thank God. Yeah, because we know how well he does with Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, what do you mean I'm fired? So what did you guys think of the trailer? I enjoyed it. I liked the... I liked it. Uh, Everybody's saying Marvel's done it again. Marvel's done it again. Well, yeah, I saw... I'm waiting for the first saying. bad trailer where you're just like, oh, that movie looks like ass. And I, saw a <laughs> and I almost saying, have well, it in Spider-Man, but uh, that's a different story. Marvel's finally gotten to the stylized uh, trailers and they've hit a stride with them. But. Yeah. It looks... I mean, the way they set it up, it, it kind of reminds me of, you know, Thor. The way oh, that, yeah. the way they you know, you have your big futuristic city and everything, which yeah. that's what Wakanda is. But you know, well, Wakanda's always been there's there's a bit of a maybe it's just you know get off my lawn talking here, but you kind of see again? it. And you go well, you see, see like God, that's so computer. Yeah, and it's so obvious. The scene where they're all dancing on the side yeah. yeah the cg is a little off at so least it's all it's colorful that's yeah. helpful it's like hey there's a lot of colors here the one thing that i would worry with the film and and you get it kind of there is there's so many characters yes there's so many yeah. named characters that they have so you have you bodyguards. have t'challa you have the bodyguards and you have the two other girls yeah. that are there that have the towards the end they've got like the wrist guns yeah. or whatever those are the ones that have been um in Nisi Coates' current series, yeah. there's are sonic, sonic weapons. Yeah, that, well, yeah. that's in the current series is these two like honor guards or whatever that kind of break out from yeah. being, they go against their code or whatever, and then they they do whatever. I read the first like three issues, um, but you see those two characters of them. They have the two, or they at least have one of the two bodyguards that was in Christopher Priest series. I cannot remember the, the Dorajme or whatever. And luckily, it's the same woman that was in Civil War because that one scene where she walks oh, up right. in the car and Romanoff's in front of the car and move or you will be moved. It's like, it's okay. I'm getting in the car. And he's looking like, yeah, I can't wait to watch that chick just start kicking ass. <laughs> so that's the hopeful one here. They're, they're such a big part of Christopher Priest's series as in pre-series while T'Challa's in, in America and there's his bodyguards. And you know, that's like, what do you need bodyguards for? And he's like, you should see them fight. You know, they're better than me. Um, do you do you like the idea of Claw being the bad guy? I mean, you that's obviously... about it. You don't have anybody else. <laughs> you have Nick Cannon. Uh, I think his character is the was bad that guy. Nick Cannon. Well, yeah, character. same thing. So. The 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 coat Nick series Cannon just played has that himself. same. My God, Nick Cannon plays the guy that says, "I'm going to turn down 14 million dollars a year so that I can use the N word because NBC got mad at me." Um, idiot. Uh, Again, same type of thing where there's the, the coat series is like a break within Wakanda. Mm. It's you know not necessarily a civil war, but there's stuff going on that T'Challa isn't fixing, according to these people. Mm-hmm. And so they try to take things into their own hands. And then there's a coup and whatever. Ah. So it is, it may be, as I'm looking at it, Claw may not be the villain as much as yeah. that whatever character that 
the game's playing, the character, the character that you see is he's trying to attempt a coup and he's using Claw as part of it because yeah. the people that break Claw out of the prison look like they're Wakandans. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I um, can and obviously see he was in, he was in, well, in Age of Ultron, is he in Wakanda? No. Okay, no, so he, he just has vibranium, but yeah. he's outside. Okay, I couldn't remember where he, he was. He got the vibranium from Wakanda, but yeah, they're they're in Africa, but not. Yeah, yeah he wasn't in Wakanda. I couldn't remember. Well, see, I could see, I could see them claw not becoming claw until the end of the movie, it's and then setting up a second that. one. Yeah. You know, you, well, he, he won't he, he won't have the, the sonic one. weapon on his arm until the very end of when it you'll about, see him like put that on when we talk about uh, wonder woman we'll talk about wasting your villain in the first movie um <laughs> rather than, than banking on the success that you're going to have another one and saving something for it and that would be great if you do this if he gets the piece at the end and, and it's you know the second movie is claws revenge or whatever yeah it'll be interesting to see how much of it'd be a good origin they put in this Again, we get to the Wonder Woman review. We'll talk about origin stories. I can see a flashback more so yeah. than. But because you've else, introduced but... that character already, yeah. if you can hit the ground right in the middle of it, of him mm-hmm. just being yeah, in just Wakanda. Well, that's kind of the idea now with these. So they don't have to necessarily do origin stories. That's why you, know, there's, you bring Captain Marvel into uh, Infinity War. You don't have yeah. to then do a. I mean, you can still have an origin. But you, you, you do it. Marvel's done a good job of with with their origins, without with exception of a few. You can reduce Cap, Iron Man, Thor. Iron Man, even Thor is not really an origin. Thor's not an origin at all because he gets he has the hammer from the start. Right. The origin is him how he comes to Earth and loses his hammer and loses yes. his power, and the hammer becomes the the you know. Um, worthiness and all of that right. jazz. So, no. They, Even Guardians really about, isn't about, a one origin. One of the best things they ever did, Incredible Hulk, with the origin being in the credits. And it's over. Yeah. And it's him in South America trying to run away. Uh-huh. Because that's the story they decided to tell. If you, Captain America as an origin story is fine. Because that it's so tied up in what he does. And it makes it interesting. And they didn't spend 40 minutes on it. it. Ant-Man's yeah. not really an origin story. Ant-Man's just a suit. Yeah. It's the origin of Scott Lang. It's not the yeah. origin of Ant-Man. Right. The origin it's... of Ant-Man is when, is when um, Hank is talking to it's him about what they did. Right. Steven yeah. St- uh, Dr. Strange is an origin. Yes. That's the last origin movie they really did. You know, even then, I think part of my disappointment with that film is it takes so long for him to become Dr. Strange. Yeah. He's such an unlikable character for the first forty minutes of that. Film. But even with yeah. even with Black Widow and Hawkeye and everything, you don't have their origin stories. You you, to, you, yeah. you get the idea with Romanoff. You you know you get some of her backstory through what she's going through, yeah, which they can do that. You get her backstory in what the fourth film she's in, third yeah. film she's in, yeah. Because you, you get it in Age of Ultron when she's ex- trying to explain some of the Red Room to Bruce, yeah. right. They don't mention anything other than she's a shield agent. And then she's when she an has her agent in Iron Man two, and then she's an Avenger. Right, and you see some of the Red of Room shield. stuff when when she's having her her vision. Vision, yeah. Um, I could see them doing that with with Black Panther. You know, some of the origin story will be of well, the origin is already told in uh, Civil War. Yes, his dad gets killed. Yeah, so it's a man. The, they even the mentioned it's a mantle passed. that's yeah. passed down. There's your origin. Not, I am not my father. But even but even Claw so could you know could be mentioning so some good. of the origin or you know there's I mean there's no reason to. 
no, there, there, but there's story. no real, no, not Claw. But no. I mean, you already have Claw's origin story. Is as soon as he puts on, yeah, the, he the, always he's always fighting Inspector Gadget. So then... <laughs> he's got his cat. <laughs> wasn't Claw the or- was wait was Claw the organization? Claw was the organization. It was C dot L dot A W. Yeah, he was Doctor Claw. Was he Doctor Claw? It was, it was Doctor Claw because he had remember he had the big many, silver claw. It's, well, no, I remember that. I thought they named the, anyway. It just doesn't matter. But yeah, are you guys excited for this? Are you? Are you? Well, no. Like, here's the thing: Are you disappointed that there was no Winter Soldier in the trailer? No, because he's in Wakanda. If he's not in the movie, will you just never see it again? No. You get through the whole thing and you go, "Oh my god!" I don't. Ex- I don't expect the guy him that to. I be. wanted to masturbate to is not in this film. See, I need to stop going to see Black Black Panther sucks because I, they. I do put... think. I do think though that the end credit might be something with the Winter Soldier coming out of the you know them doing something with the Winter Soldier setting up for the civil or setting up for you know, I think the only Rock. thing you might see from it is that Ross figures out where he is. I forgot Bucky was sent to Wakanda. Yeah. yeah. See I thought that I thought what you'd see is them put the arm on him. The new arm. I I, I think the end would be Ross figuring out because obviously the end of Civil War when he's there and Cap says they find out he's here. They're coming for you. Right. Let them come. That could be the sequel as well. The sequel could be the Avengers versus Wakanda because there's a great the. Um... But how do you get oh, past? See, you can't because you got you got Infinity War and. But then, well, you, you, have, but, but then you have the South Park race war. <laughs> race war. Uh, well, no, because you have Rhodey on the Avengers, so. Um, yeah, but he's. I in can't remember. Rwanda. No, there's there's a he's great from... series, the one that John Romita Jr. did the art for. All of a sudden, is it Reginald Hudlin? Maybe did the thing. But yeah, it was yeah the beginning where he talks about the fact that Wakanda never got invaded. The only African nation that was never colonized. And there's the one of Captain America in like the 1940s yeah. there. And he gets his ass handed to him by the, uh, T'Chaka, who was the, the Black Panther at the time. And so they've kind of put that in here of that, let them come. You know, nobody can take what we do. And I think part of the story would be exactly what uh, T'Chaka says in Civil War, where he says, we're, we're trying to join the world community. We've kept ourselves to, to ourselves. We have Isolated. all this wealth, this no. nation, but we don't let anybody in, and we don't let anything anything out. This is it. You know, how Stark got vibranium for the shield, we don't know, in a way. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, I'm wondering if so they'll that ever could cover be part that. Part of it is that, that idea of they're trying to become a player, more of a player on the world stage, which was part of Christopher Priest's story as well. The reason that T'Challa is in New York with Ross as his State Department thing is they're trying to find new ways to help the world or, or and, and yeah. do all that stuff. So it's uh it'll be interesting to see what the story is. It looks cool. Um, I like the the, the colors thing in in uh, you like the, the designs and everything. Design, yeah. No, it's, it's the same thing. It's 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 a movie. I'm excited for the movie, but not because of the trailer. I'm excited for the movie because of Black Panther's character in Civil War. I want to see more yes. of, um, uh, oh my God, who plays him? Chadwick Boseman. Yes, thank you. This is a great choice, by the way, for the character. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, all the choices in there. I mean, we kept... Tamai Guerrero, Lupita Nyong'o. Well, well, every time they announce somebody, like, mm. okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, as soon as... Well, Jordan, like, yeah, when okay. they went and announced Jordan, Martin yeah. Freeman for Civil War, we all knew it was Ross. Bruce Whitaker was in the trailer, No, no, no. Too. Not Ross. I knew it was Ross. Was it? Everyone else was like, I don't know what this character is. And I said, I guarantee you. What did you, you say, Ethan? Forrest Whitaker is also was yeah. in the trailer. Too. Oh, he's playing Sagarera now? <laughs> Forrest Whitaker in his eye looking the other way? Um <laughs> 
Uh, no, I, I, when yes, when Martin Freeman was announced for Civil War, I was the only one that said. Do you think that lost. that it'll be as well received as some of the other Marvel? That movie's gonna. That's gonna. That movie's gonna be huge. That's gonna be bigger than Doctor Strange. Yeah, oh, no, no, because it. It's a. When we talk about Wonder Woman, it's an important film, right, for the African American community as a superhero film, and for, it's being released for a during... superhero film that will star almost every character is african-american right and it's also and being it's released a during Afri- that african-american because Marvel. you you introduced him in civil war and the reaction to it across the board was holy crap yeah this is awesome i love this character i love the way he fights i love the person playing him and all that he was introduced so very well it's going and yes i said african-american month it instead of black mechanic. history month michael b jordan looked exactly like him that's what i was saying i was like i don't think the can is in it michael it b jordan's exactly in it like it for it though well, you know, according to you, all black people look the same. <laughs> according to me? Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I know Michael B. Jordan's in the film. Like, you got to play that in the movie. You played the guy in the other he's one. Fire, he, he's Firestarter. Firestarter. <laughs> Electric Firestarter. Electric Firestarter. Wow. He's going to be playing Johnny Storm in it. So, um, no, I, I think... I think Introducing the character of Black Panther in Civil War was much like introducing Spider-Man in Civil War, that it's going to be very good for the franchises to do that. Well, they did for the Spider-Man case. Now you can hit the ground running with Iron Man 4 starring <laughs> Spider-Man. Um, did you see that review I posted? I did. Where that guy, I was like, oh yeah, that guy thought a lot like me. He's like, there's a lot of effing Iron Man in this because I know when I said it, you were like, no, he's only going to be in the first third of the movie. Like, well, no, he's going to be all over that Jimmy film. Kimball had had uh, Tom Holland on there. And also, you know, they made sure to put Robert Downey Jr. with him. Because I think Marvel wants everybody to know, look, hello, this is in our universe. Yeah. I mean, because did you see all the, M- the NBA Sony's Finals stuff movie, that they did? Not really. They, they did a promo throughout the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. And it was basically... Spider-Man want, going to be watching the finals at Stark at Avengers Tower with Tony Stark, and they had Happy in it, and you know he it, just basically setting up. He Happy sends him out on a run to pick up some crackers or something for Tim Duncan, and you know he runs Tim Duncan. Yeah, Tim Duncan was there in the part at Tim the party. Was in the Avengers? No, he was at the party at the Avengers Tower. <laughs> but it was it was done by Tony Stark. It was done very well. You know for Tony Starker. It had a, it had a lot of comedy. It showed ah, holy <laughs> on a stick. <laughs> Tony Starker said Tony Parker. <laughs> wow. Holy balls! I can't turn my neck that way. Oh, that's good. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> uh, no, they, it was a, it was a good way to set up you know as a promo for the movie because it showed you the humor and, and the connection between and the fact that Tony Stark and and Peter in Parker ninety in minutes of a ninety five minute film. I don't know if it's going to be that much. He's going to really be don't. all over that film. The whole I, the whole thing in, in I, the way that the I don't necessarily completely agree with him, but it makes me think that idea that introducing Spider Man in his own film as pretty much a sidekick to Iron Man. Because he's using so much Stark tech. Yeah. Is just sort of, hmm. It is definitely a way to separate them from any other Spider-Man beforehand. Because it looks yeah. it's very early in his career. And he already has um, 
all the different web shooters and, and yeah. stuff like that. And then it gets all removed. That's my thing. Is it, I think the beginning movie is gonna, or the beginning part of the movie is gonna be that whole scene with the boat and everything where he's pulling it together. Tony Stark flies in, and helps him save the day, and then says, "Hey, you can't have this." Remember suit. the crap I gave you? But no, but that's yeah. the thing is that doesn't make any sense. But because see, the way hold on the way that he stakes it is that he does something too much with it or whatever he's doing. He wants to be an Avenger and he can't be an Avenger. Tony wants Tony him to start wants small. Him to stay, start small. He wants to be a stuff. friendly neighborhood. Spider-Man. He's in the first half of the film. I'm telling you right now. Yes. the first half of that film is Tony Stark and Peter Parker. Yeah, but Peter and then Parker he already... goes back to his own stuff. Saves the day, and then Tony's going to be in the end of it again. See, I but think he already has his the suit since the Civil War. Yes, but I'm Tony saying. takes it away from him right. eventually. He's gonna halfway be... through the film, I'm, but I'm... before he takes it away from him, him and his friend, they they show you that they they get on you know they hack into the suit and they find out that there's a lot of stuff. Genki, that... not Genki. Yeah, <laughs> they find that there's a lot of stuff that he's he they, the, the, they call Civil it the War? training wheel program his that he's not allowed to get to these things. So I think they unlock it. Or they, and then he can create his own suit at some point. I have. And then again, if he unlocks it, and that's what that's what the 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 division is, Tony Stark should be shot. No, no. The, the reason is that Tony, that he's starting to trying to Tony after the ship when the the ship when he tries to save it, I have a feeling doesn't save it. It sinks, and Tony's thinking he's taking because Tony, you see Iron Man come up to the ship and and push them together. Yeah. I have a feeling after right after that scene, the scene after that's when he takes the suit away because he's trying to do too much, and Tony doesn't want him to do too much because he doesn't want him. Yeah, that's what Ethan said. Yeah, but but again, that means every single problem that the Avengers have had since Age of Ultron is something that Tony does himself that he then tells them they can't do, which sets up Civil War. So you've already had Civil War. Right. That's like, how many more times are you going to do this? This gets into Flash of every third episode is them getting together and going, okay, guys, no more secrets. And then two of them pair off and say, let's not tell Joe that you're going to die. But this comes to your point of it's not Captain America who dies in Infinity War. Oh, it's definitely not him. It's Iron Man or Tony Stark. It's, It's either both, but if there's only one, I'm still thinking it's Tony Stark. And I think as much of anything else... It's that Robbie Downey Jr. has been here the longest. Right. He wants to go do other stuff. He wants, and so does Chris Evans. But but it's also the way that he is with Spider-Man, the way so he is with Cap and everybody if, else. In the, what if in the Marvel Universe, Tony Stark dies and then Peter Parker becomes Iron Man? <laughs> the Iron Spider. Well, that's basically what he has now. The, the, in a way, the, yeah. The, the heart or the, the... What's the word I'm looking for? The essence of... Tony helping him in this is the start of Civil War, uh-huh. which is why it was so interesting to have in Civil War, was that within the comic of Civil War is where he gets the Iron Spider suit because he joins team Tony's team. Which is when he uh, registers, is, they give him the, the Iron yeah, Spider, which is obviously totally Stark different. Tech. Yeah, and then he gets rid of it when he decides when they try to keep Mary Jane and um, Aunt May in the tower. Oh, that's the other thing is when he walks into Stark Tower during the NBA Finals promo. He's standing there and all of a sudden the door's open and everything. And he's like, you see his eyes get real big and it's focused on him. And he goes, MJ. And it turns around, no, you can call me Magic. It's Magic Johnson. Yeah. I was like, ah, that's you a. Call me Magic. It's the critical point in a game where the ball that was, I thought, I thought that was a cute way of, of throwing the MJ in there to get fans, you know. Because what they did was they had originally they'd broken it up into pieces and then they showed the, the whole thing yeah. together at the end. Yeah. 
but they stopped it when he comes to the doors and he says, MJ, they stopped that one on the first one. Yeah. So you don't yeah, know. It's a shame I haven't watched a single second of the NBA Finals because it's the most <laughs> worthless thing on the planet. Um, well, you know, and then the other thing is they've also um, leaked out who what Zendaya's character is now. And if you're the only person that knows it. I'm not going to say it. Okay. No, I, I'm not going to say it. I wish I wouldn't have seen it. She plays Zendaya. I wish I wouldn't have seen it, but it was another one of those things where I'll tell you, I, movie, it's movie funny, pilot time, or something popped it up there. I think of you telling me how you wanted Bella Thorne to play MJ. I still think she'd be good as MJ. Have you seen her lately? With her black hair? No. Blonde hair. Her cheeks are above her eyes. She's had so much plastic surgery. And she walked out of a club yesterday wearing a see-through top. I said I missed that one. It's just like, just a train wreck. She's gone as far as Lindsay Lohan has, except she doesn't have a mother that just totally. No, it's just that that girl. Forget it. There's no way that girl would have ever played MJ. I'd accept Zendaya playing MJ ever before Bella Thorne. <laughs> you know, anywhere near it. It's just, nope. Get some. Get somebody with some talent. Emma Stone. I play a convincing Asian woman. <laughs> the SNL with the the Star Wars. Uh, mm. The Star Wars auditions, and it's her, and she's like, I know that the um, Star Wars universe is populated by uh, a, a diverse uh, group of aliens, and I don't know if you saw the movie Aloha, but I play a very convincing <laughs> Asian woman. <laughs> so, um, see, I had a, I had a great segue from, from Wakanda being an isolated, you know... Uh, yeah, we started talking about Spider-Man. Yeah, but we started talking about Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So, so he doesn't work into going into Paris, uh, Paradise Island from from there anymore because, you know, it was the same idea. They keep everything out. And what if you, what if Tony Stark landed on Paradise Island? <laughs> Bounce. Wow, wow. No, that's that's Aunt May. He'd oh. give him his Iron Man. Wow. So, anyways, Wonder Woman. Wow. Ethan hasn't seen it. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it anymore after that. <laughs> uh, it's Are been, you going to see it? Eventually, yeah. Do you oh, care to know anything about it? No, you don't care. Yeah, You'll forget it's about it by a woman, the episode. And she's a wonder. I thought it was just Sebastian who didn't see it. No. No, Ethan hasn't seen it either because he's already went to one movie this year. I went to a couple, actually. Remember Power Rangers was out. Yeah. You went to Power Rangers. March, you went to Logan. March, I've seen more movies in March than oh. I have in the last three years combined. <laughs> you saw Power Rangers, Logan, and what else? Beauty and the Beast. He saw Beauty and the Beast by himself. Guardians. Saw Guardians. And Guardians. Whoa. Four movies this year. Are you going to be able to handle going to another movie? I don't know. Are that, you going to go I see Spider-Man? I think that's why I'm on the fence about Wonder Woman. I was like, I, I'm I, way I'm past my, my budget. Quota. Yeah, I'm way past my quota, you know. Giving Ethan a gift certificate to a movie theater is a waste of money. That's the only way he goes. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I go because I always have change my oil. Are you, are you, so what about Valerian? Are you planning on seeing that? Why are you so like that movie? Because I like it. It looks good. Yeah, I want. I do want to see it. I want to see it in three D. Yeah, I'll go see three D. I want to see it in three D. No, yeah, I'll go see it. Yeah. Too bad. Both that and Dunkirk come out the same week. Uh, Dunkirk looks good. Uh, of Comic Con. Yeah. Sunday of. Or the it Friday, is. Friday yep. Comic Con. Uh, well, we're going later than that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not wasting time at Comic Con to go see. Yeah. <laughs> the movie I was like, again. Well, that sucks. <laughs> go see Luke Besson. Go. Hey, look! I got all this money, <laughs> and I made a movie that was written by a five-year-old. <laughs> And that movie bombed right there. Speaking of movies that are out against Wonder Woman. Well, yes, Wonder Woman, number one for the second weekend in a row. Much more of the social media. This is an important film that's revitalized the women's movement or everything. There's there's a lot of cool posts and there's a lot of posts like 
this is the most important thing that's ever happened to women, that there was a movie out. And I'm going to start my review by saying I liked it, and I liked it enough that I thought it deserved to be better. Yes. Because interesting, it's a film that I love the parts that I think Patty Jenkins directed and had her hand in. I hated the parts that it looked like Zack Snyder came in and did. It the all of the action. Yes. Yeah. Every single piece of action. And it's like really any Zack Snyder film after 300. 300, the slow-mo is done to great effect because you've never really seen anything like that. And it's the action from the start to the end is them facing these bad guys. And in Wonder Woman, the training sequence sequences for the Amazons is so overproduced and overdone and super slow-mo yep. that the final battle, spoilers, between Ares. Ares and Wonder Woman doesn't look any different. Yes, I In fact, agree. it looks worse. I don't, I don't like that final battle. And so, it's terrible. Yeah. And so, terrible is a tough word. It's not great. It's not as good as it should it's be. A typical... And it takes away from everything else that's going on around it. Yeah. There's too much that's in the end, but we'll get to that. The The training sequence of them, you know, flipping over horses and sending 50 arrows in the thing and... Clang, <laughs> and then just everything, and with the whole film like that, any sort of power that that shot has is gone. Every action sequence, yes, yeah. the same. I watched of- Civil War two nights ago, mm-hmm. and it's the Russo brothers, and we talked about it in the Winter Soldier the fact that they never use slow mo in their action sequences. It's right. all straight, you know, it's all mm-hmm. real time. In Civil War, everything's real time until the spot with Tony. And and Cap, where he's where Tony's firing the the shield the, against the shield, yeah, and it has so much power because it's the only moment that's slowed down. Yeah. It's the director's telling you this is important because if he doesn't have the shield, he's dead. Well, there's one moment in Civil War like that too. That's what I'm saying. It, it just, no, that's what I'm talking I mean, about. Not no, Civil, no, War. Civil War. I mean, Winter Soldier. There's one, remember we we said there was one slow mo moment. The slow mo moment of him in the water. Because he's in water, I don't think he's actually slow-mo anymore. No, no. There was there was another... There was an I forget what it was. We, we've said it before that there was one shot... There isn't. What I was talking about is the one shot I thought it would be is him jumping off the, the motorcycle onto the Quinjet. And when I went... I thought it was in slow-mo after I had seen it like right. twice. We went back and saw it again when I had that in my head. It's not. It's in real time. Yeah. He jumps off... I the, think that's what you guys were talking about. Yeah. He jumps off the thing in real time up. Shield. Boom, boom, boom. Rip the thing out. Get the shield. Jump off the other side. Get back in the motorcycle. Gone. And you're like, what the hell just happened? Like, this is amazing. And here, the fighting sequences in it, because so much of it is slow-mo, you don't really enjoy them at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's scenes early with them in slow-mo of the, when, the, uh, when the Germans come. <laughs> the one problem with the Germans coming, there's a battleship at the end. Yes. What the hell happens to that thing? When it... it... Oh, just like on Themyscira? Yeah. Just... It's just, it's, just, it's just, just, they don't care about it. No, no, no. I'm when, waiting the whole point for the battleship to start firing yeah. onto the island. Doesn't it hit the shield, the the shield, and just uh, like sink no, or something? It makes it through. Did the it? The long shot is the battleship in the back, and the, the three boats headed towards it. I thought, I thought, I thought for sure nope. that it did make it through. Again, nobody knows for sure. That's not great when you're sitting there and you're saying there's two boats in the front, or whatever. In the mist, you know, what does this mist come from? And there's a battleship, and they all go through the screen, yeah. and there's a shot of all four of it, and all four of these things on the screen, and then not, the battleship never well, plays into it. It's like, what's the point 
of having the fight. The, the fight with her with Wonder Woman when she's in the front, you know, at the, at the front uh, in Germany, reminded me of Sucker Punch. Whole thing reminds me of Sucker Punch. <laughs> Here's the thing. In terms of in terms of like going from the start to finish, one that origin's way too long, to me. To get her onto God, it's so long. To get her to London, yeah. Just just the beginning, and then they've got to tell the whole story, and then there's of her as a kid, uh, and yeah, and then there, well, would then you there's, have there's the, the Aries story. What does get the hold of it? And what has started with Gail Gadot there as Wonder Woman, being an adult, saying I I'm I want to do more. Start with the Germans, that, you know. I, I enjoyed. I mean, you already started with uh, Wonder Woman in Batman vs. Superman. Well, again, this, this wasn't so much the origin of, of Wonder Woman as it was the shield, the sword, the lasso. It's all the stuff. I understood there was a lot of exposition that they needed to get out, which is why I thought the stuff that wasn't that exposition didn't need to be there as much because it, it's just, to me, it was just long. Yeah. I, I, it's just long. I thought uh, Robin Wright's characters sort of wasted a little bit. I mean, yes. she trained her, but... She died, and that was it. Yeah. And, and uh, what's her name that played uh, Hippolyta? Wasted. Connie you know? Nielsen. Yeah, Connie Nielsen. Uh, I kept thinking that was Diane Lane. The first time I saw her, I'm like, <laughs> Diane Lane looks different. It wasn't until I was like, oh, wait, that's Connie Nielsen. But, I mean, she, she, oh, you can't come back here once you leave. Well, that sucks, because she's such a huge integral part of Well, I think they're trying universe. to explain what... That's Alexa. Okay. That was Alexa. Um, Hippolyta sounds like Alexa. Uh... I think they were trying to explain why she was still on Man's World in Don Justice and in the beginning here. There um, were a lot of people though that were ha- that had trouble with the modern day stuff, and I'm like, there was I, barely anything of modern day. I enjoyed I, the city of London at that time. No, 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 no. She was loop. in Paris. Oh, the Louvre. And it, it was just the the. Set up piece to tie it into right thing because I guess that picture is in Batman vs Superman or something. It, it well she he sees he Batman he finds a pic the the um not the actual picture but you know he sees it on the computer right and realizes that she's not she's, yeah, human or yeah yeah not uh, they're not human. Um, but then he—that's why they—they they found the original picture and he gives it to her and so it yeah it, it lets you know that okay she's working in a museum wow she's you know. Which is what she's done, yeah. but well, yeah, well, that was Diana Prince was a museum curator right. in, the, in the comics for so long, as her secret. Identity. And then there was the, like then there was a, the complaints that there there and this came from a lot of Republican viewers. Oh. She's not in the United States. This is no. this is no, not an a, American stupid, film. I'm not. Don't even address that. That's the stupidest thing. It's not in America. It's a World War One film. Congratulations. Yes. It's not. In I was glad that they would kept it out of America. I thought picking World War One was still weird. Really? Why? I don't understand why. Why I did you think, think they World War One? How like the age? Because well, here's the thing: you're looking at World War One. You can't do World War Two because it'll no, no, just no, cap. Hold on. hold on. Well, this feels like cap too. Yes. You, when you do World War One, I, I understood that they picked it because there's a world war and there's been nothing like it before and all of this. But the whole point of it is her mission is to stop war. Well, yes. as an audience, you obviously oh. she obviously fails. <laughs> Because there's another one really quick after World War One. If you want to think that much in the movie, but that's yes, the thing. It's but... just like I'm watching it, going, uh, "Sorry, sister, you fail." Because there's there's no. Well, way. Well, she realizes that she fails. In, no, I know. Throughout I the it, movie. But okay, the, the point. We'll get back to actually reviewing it. We're kind of jumping through different places. I thought the beginning was too long. I do like Chris Pine as Steve Trevor. I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of Chris Pine being Chris Pine with a 
have taken down on sort of a notch, but still there. Um, Did you like seeing him naked? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> the scenes in London were interesting. Uh, I liked his secretary. Here's the pro- the problem. Well, yeah, well, Ed Candy's great. Yeah, and she's doing great. Um, the thing with with London is, I know it's World War One, and London wasn't under attack like it was in World War Two. Correct. They reach. It looks like every other freaking DC film. It's gray and gross, and it has to be because she has to go look like. It's terrible. It's right. a terrible you place. You have to have Paradise Island. But you're still very like, oh my god! Not every building in London is black and gray. Like <laughs> I, the city has some color. Like, oh, look at Big Ben. Oh, look, it's gray all of a sudden. See, I felt like London, of, even London, still had more color and vibrance than you it does see when in she goes any into the, other. Well, when she goes into the dress shop, sure. Yeah. When she goes into the clothing store, but it still seemed to have there. more color and vibrance than any other of the. Of the DC universe, film well, yeah. So when far. she's in, you know these these meetings and stuff like that, there's got to be some color to that because not everyone's uniform in the army would be gray. Um, but that's where kind of the film moves, and she goes to the, the scene at the front. That's the scene where like people are saying, you know, when I was crying, it's a great hero moment, and she goes. But then you're sort of like, if nothing can hurt her, like what's the point? What is she doing? But <laughs> it's one of the. I still remember when I saw. I think it was the original Superman and like something's on fire and he goes and blows it out or whatever. And I'm like, why do you have firemen then? Like, why not just let him take care of everything? Yeah. It's sort of the, the super see, problem here. You look at Wonder Woman and go, go finish the war, babe. <laughs> like you can just take out all this well, stuff. Wonder Woman can get hurt. She's not she like can, no, but, but, but it, it, well, she still has, she still uh, has that hardest hand. She's obviously got super strength and stuff like that. It's well done, but again, everything's in slow motion. Yeah, no, that's, everything is in that slow was my motion. Biggest, that was my biggest problem. Yes. And all those scenes, to me, you know, where, where people are saying there's no confirmation of a sequel, or, or that that Patty Jenkins is going to do it, and all this other stuff. And everyone now like that's the big criticism. Like, if this was she a man's wants film, to do one, I think. Well, she wants to do one. But she wants She's to pay like, for it. I already it. have scenes planned out. For yeah, but she also wants to get paid for it, and that's the. They're all looking to see what this does. At the end. It's obviously super successful, and that's where a lot of people. I'm looking on Twitter, I'm looking on Facebook. They're like, "This is an important film that it does well. It doesn't matter if it's good or not. It has to be successful." I'm like, "No, this film deserves to be better because Gail Gadot is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Especially true. when she's not fighting. She's really good fighting. I'm not saying all the other scenes, the way that she plays, especially from where the range she has to start from to the end. That kind of innocence she has in Themyscira." Not necessarily innocence, but just sort of like, I don't understand a lot of these concepts and stuff like that. She looks amazing. In in her acting, in her facial expression, the way that she smiles, the way that she eyes. You buy the romance with Steve. The the scene in the village is is awesome. And you buy her anger and her sadness and her rage. And even her and rage of her, from deserved, her sadness. That's, I thought she deserved a film that was better. Because I feel like the end, the end to me, I had the same complaints about Iron Man 3, where there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. You lose all the power of it. Steve Trevor at the end, I won't see what happens, but Steve Trevor's at the end, you lose all that power. That doesn't mean anything. Because of what else is going on with her. Mm-hmm. And then at the end... She's proven right. 
But obviously not, because you have these people waking up and they're like, oh, I'm fine. All of a sudden, I, I don't uh, I don't want to fight for the Kaiser anymore. I just want to go home and let, love my family. Yeah. Awesome. World War II still happens. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't do anything. It's just... But I, and, and again, I, I know it's, it's hard. I'm criticizing it like crazy, but I'm saying I still liked it. I liked it enough that I wanted more. There was more heart and humor in this film than all of the other DC movies combined. Well, that was the thing people were saying, this is the best DCU film. That's, that's not saying much. Right. No, it's not. Yeah. If you it say this is the is. best Marvel film, okay. See, and going into the movie, every, all the critics were saying that Chris Pine, Steve Trevor's was the character, was the best character in the whole movie. I thought Gail, no, I no, thought she no, did no, an amazing no. job. I, He's I, a great, the supporting roles are supporting roles are really well yes. done. The, the, the not howling commandos were really well done because they, they, they were good enough. It wasn't overdone. The, um, the, the, not the sniper, but the other guy, not the sniper, not the, not the native American, but the, 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 the uh, Moroccan Moroccan. Yeah. Um, he was Breaker in G.I. Joe, wasn't yes, he? Yes, he was. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I can't remember his name. Uh, but like his his character is just that line where he never really goes over the top. It's right. not he's constantly all over her and all that. You know, he right. gives that up very quickly when he realizes that she's pining for Steve. <sighs> Kaboom, suckers! Oh, ouch. That's that one hurt my soul. Oh, that one just hurt. Oh, but yes, you, you, you are... You are correct that, you know, those characters were, I mean, it was basically the Howling Commandos, but they were different enough and they were, they each one, without having to go into great detail, had their own story and you understood their stories and why they were. Although, they never resolved the Scotsman. No. And I, I was waiting for that. I thought that was going to be the climax. And then even, even the, even I think the it's Native just, American, they, they, they don't. put the. The, the his story is sort of like this is what happens in war. Yeah, the end. <laughs> like they don't do anything with it. It's very odd. Well, it seemed like when they when they did take over, they saved the village, and they were able to save those people. He did have kind of his PTSD was kind well, of resolved yeah, in a way. Yeah, because he was actually able to save somebody. Um, no, it, I, I, you're right. Everything that wasn't an action scene was done very well. And I would love to have had more of that. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd like whatever heart and soul is in that is in your action sequences as well. Yes. And, but I mean, just and again, the seeing something like Winter Soldier or, or Civil War and the type of, you know, real time, well choreographed. Boom, 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 boom. Fighting that you see between like Steve and 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 uh, Winter Soldier or Steve Winter Soldier versus Cat or versus Iron Man. Well, think you about lose Winter that or... when every ten, every half a second is a four second sequence of her punching somebody in the face. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen more of the not howling commandos get into the fight more and be able yeah, to do more they're, they're, and actually even even save her to an extent because then it shows you know that it, it, you'd have a great moment it where wasn't before are you out of your mind <laughs> you'd have a great moment where you know there you where she realizes that she's not in, you know that she needs help just as much as as they yeah. need her 
Um, yeah, well, nobody really needs to be there. I mean, that's the other thing is all the things that she does, the hard-headed stuff that she does all works out. Yeah. And you're sort of like, well, one of these is kind of has to be like, no, this isn't going to work or whatever. So, Do you think, well, they kind of have that towards at the end, but would you like to have seen um, well, like no, one of the would, not? He wouldn't have stopped that either. Whether she shows up at that thing or not, it doesn't matter. True. But the end would have happened. And so that that's the problem with that is that her consequence of showing up at that thing is nothing. Right. She shows up there. Great. The general still does what he does. Right. And if she didn't show up, Pine would have ne- Steve Trevor has nothing to do with Dr. Poison or whatever the hell her name is. Yes. Uh, uh, Dr. Doom. Um, <laughs> Female Dr. Doom. Yeah. Dr. Doomette. <laughs> uh, it doesn't change because he wouldn't have stopped what happened. Yeah. Because she doesn't do it. It's him. It's yeah. the general. So it's like. Which character? Okay, which character him. do you think was uh, that you shouldn't have had in it? Ares, or Doctor Doctor uh, Ares? Ares can be in it. They should have saved Ares for the sequel. Yeah, because again, when what happens happens, it doesn't make any sense to the world at large. Because it within that little sphere of influence, it seems to be that she's right. Yes, at the end. So what's the point? Like, Ares, to me, Ares should have been the villain of the sequel. Right. Introduce him here. Tell you what he means. And he is... Don't have his actual reveal at the end. Yeah, he's one of Diana's uh, arch enemies in the comic. Almost her entire story is about her... her, in, in relationship and in opposition. Well, her to Ares. her whole purpose is to to destroy Ares. Well, in in the if in you the don't books, have her, the, the books, her whole purpose was to show mankind a different way. But also right, well, I mean, I'm just saying within the within the movie sphere. Yeah, but it's just like it, it, it's you'll if they do a sequel, it'll be Cheetah. But it's like you could have used Cheetah and Ares. Yeah. Instead of I, I think I think Ares play, is play Ares, the long Ares game. as a character is wasted in this film. Yes. Absolutely wasted. There's no reason because. Ethan, see the damn movie. Um, you can go ahead. Well, no, because that's the part of the thing of it is is it, you're, the is character you're it. following isn't the villain. Yeah. In the end. And David well, Cole's he is a villain. Wasted. Right, as but actor. that's that's like yeah, he's he, it, it he's wasted as an actor when you get to the end. Yeah. Yes. Because he's great in it, and I was like, oh, it's it's that guy. Um, Faramir's in it too. And he yes, he is. Does not look like him at all. He's the uh, he's the he's the no, he isn't. I, I'm sorry. I got that mixed up with um, uh, uh, Pirates. Oh. I don't know why. I thought he was in Pirates. I was, yeah, I knew he was in Pirates, but... No. I, I was thinking because when, when David always shows up, Melissa says, oh, it's Lupin. And that the exact thing happened with Pirates when um, uh, Faramir shows up. Why can't I remember his name? Son of a... Well, the actor. Biscuit. Yeah. Like thing is David Dewey's. <laughs> um, Lupin. I, I like when he, when he showed up, and, and once I figured out who he was, because he looks a little different, and I was like, "Oh, Firemere," and she looked at me like, "Who the hell are you talking about?" Both uh, of them have voices that you can't mistake. But when you when you, when you watch me, did you feel like you're watching Captain America? No, to I an mean, extent. World War Two film is a World War Two film. I mean, hell, you. But this is World War One. It doesn't matter. It looks exactly the same. Um, you know, nobody, nobody has. There's a, a big war going on. Yeah. But you had hell. At this point, you go back and you watch Saving Private Ryan. Part of you go, oh look, it's Cap. Um, 
It's just like watching Jerusalem and you go, oh wait, this is uh, this is uh, Return of the King because they have the the cat the same catapult. It's David Wenham. David Wenham. Yeah, that's Wenham. It. Is it Wenham? Yeah. W e n h a m. Is it worth seeing again? On DVD. Yeah. Like I said, I don't hate it. I would see it again. I'm not going to go out to the movie theater. Would you... Do you think that... Luckily, I didn't see it in 3D. Other DC films need to... Shy away from slow-mo? Other DC films need to get away from Zack Snyder. I'm convinced, absolutely 100% convinced, that all of those action sequences are choreographed and edited and produced by either Zack Snyder or people that Zack Snyder yeah. put in it because he's the producer. No, no, I, I, I totally agree I don't agree with think you. Patty Jenkins has a single hand in any one of those actions. I think she... In the end. I think she was helmed to direct this, and I'm... I, I, I don't want to say that she was helmed to direct this because they wanted to have a female director direct this. No, no. She was helmed to direct this because they needed a female director direct this. It's the same thing with Captain Marvel where they're saying if, if it's got to be a woman that directs Captain Marvel because she's a woman, damn it. This is the, We were talking about this last week yes. where I said the, the, the switch of this is when Patty Jenkins gets to direct Justice League 2. Right. That's where What's you like really... What's like saying, well, you have this, to have a black thing, director to, to direct Black Panther. Yeah, and, and you don't have to, but part of it is you want to... I wanted Patty Jenkins to do this. I wanted a woman to direct this because it deals with Wonder Woman as a woman. Yes. And the types of... And again, the, the, the softer, slower parts of the movie are really well done. Would you have liked to see Patty her. Jenkins direct the action sequences? Yes, that's when when I said that whatever it was, uh, I think my friend Derek posted it about the fact that you know there's now articles like they haven't greenlit the sequel and Patty Jenkins isn't directing it yet. We don't know what's going on, and I said I would love to see that Patty Jenkins actually direct the damn sequel and not do a third of and the not film. have Zack Snyder in it at all, involved exactly. with it all. Whatever, whatever is one for DC will be done after Justice League. So. Yeah, and, and change that damn style. I mean, it's, yeah. all of them are, are, are... It's a house style sort of thing because they're all Zack Snyder films. Yes. Or Zack Snyder... Again, we talked about the fact that you, you'll have... When Justice League comes out, you'll have five DC films and he's directed three of them. Mm. You have Patty Jenkins doing Wonder Woman. And executive and produces and all of them. And executive produces all of them. And as it, when you have an executive producer who's a director, I think that lends you to... Him looking at every film as a director and going, I want it to look like this. Versus having a true producer like Kevin Feige or um, uh, who started... What's the name of the guy who started more films that did all this stuff before? Why can't I remember his name? He started what? Marvel I couldn't films. understand it either. Marvel Films? Yeah. Oh, Avi Rath? Oh, uh, yeah. Looking at it as a producer going, I just want it to be good. Yeah. Iron Man doesn't have to look like Cap. Incredible Hulk and Hulk yeah. doesn't have to look like Cap and Cap doesn't have to look like Thor. But we but will they have all a have through to be line. Good. Yes, and we'll have you our know, through line. That, yeah, and that it, connects it is, them. Yeah, well, that's so, story element. So right. Yeah, and, and it, you know it has uh, tonally they're they're kind of the same, but uh, they I have enough Zach of a look Snyder to be the, to a within, point where almost everything. And not seeing Suicide Squad, I don't know how close Suicide Squad looks to something like Batman versus Superman. It's all State. dark. It's all you know. Yeah, I don't know what the action sequences look like. I mean, maybe is it, are they all slow mo too? No. Does Harley slow mo her bat when she's going? I don't think there's as towards much the... slow mo. There's not as much slow mo, but it's still dark, and you know, there it still fits within that vein. Okay, maybe there is something to these things because I can't stop. <laughs> um, stupid fidget spinners. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, I. I said it was a movie that deserved to be better. It's 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 one that I like it, but I wanted to love it, especially for her. I love her. 
I absolutely love her. And then she was the. When we got was, out of it. Melissa kind of said the same thing. She's like, I liked it. I didn't love it. And we were talking about it. And she said, I love her. I mean, she's amazing and she's gorgeous. And she was the one question mark everybody like, had. No, our boobs were too small. Remember, um, the two question marks that people had: Ben Affleck playing Batman, Gail Gadot playing Wonder Woman. And then after Batman versus Superman in this movie, like I really like Ben Affleck as Batman, and I really like Gail Gadot as Wonder Woman. It's just these movies suck. Yeah. So, well, that's kind of what the consensus is. Even looking at uh, Rotten Tomato, it the the oh, yeah. critic the, the, the tomato it's ninety three for the tomato meter and ninety two for the audience. Still, still. Well, it was ninety three last night week for the audience. No, and, last okay, week, yeah, it was whatever. Just a drop of a. It dropped out of the point, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it dropped to like 77 or 78. Right. But I think there's... But there's if you notice of, that There's the... a lot of that, and I said it last week, a lot of it I think is people afraid to say that this movie isn't that good. No. That it's good, it's not great. Right. It, all the DC films fall into this. It's sort of like, it's watchable. It's got to be better. But see, but, you have but when you say, when you say that... it isn't good, I mean, it's, it's not... You, what, did, what did you say? Holy yeah. crap, the mummy is 17%. Yeah. Oh, Melissa <laughs> wants to see that. I don't think that's going to work. Uh, no, what was it you said it's, uh, before you said it's not? It's good but not great? You said it was something but not good. Uh, that, that's it's good. watchable. It was good, but it deserved better. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think it's better to say it's good, but it's not great. Would you rate Thrilling, earnest, and but critic consensus. Thrilling, earnest, and buoyed by Gal Gadot's charismatic performance, Wonder Woman succeeds in spectacular fashion. This is from Rotten Tomatoes. That's an odd... I don't... I... Reviews are good. I haven't really looked at Reviews. like the actual, you know... What was the movie that came out too long ago that everybody disliked and it was like a female i guess it was, i guess it was ghostbusters and everybody said how dare you 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 yeah, not like this movie because you because it, it's a female movie that's why people don't like it yeah. no they don't like it because it's not good right it's same thing here it's it's i like it because it's good enough but i don't love it like i would i want there's 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 pieces in it there's these little pieces all through it that you're watching and you're going i i love that I love that, and I love that. I want that. That's I want to love this film. I want to love this Would film. Would you say your rating for this movie is comparable to your Man of Steel rating? A little bit higher, but yes. Yeah. Same idea. Man of Steel was... Because you, you hated tr- that whole first part, just like this Well, movie. Man of Steel, I hated how, how disjointed it was. I, I thought the, the, the decision to well, cut that... that. Too. yeah. Yes. But see, Man of Steel didn't Same have idea. the humor or heart that this had. The trailer did. There were moments. The trailer the, had the, heart, but the it heart, didn't. The, the, this is the, my Man of Steel review was because he cut it up. You cut the heart out of it because the heart of it is John. Yes, it's Jonathan Kent who sacrifices his life because he's dumb. There's four people under that overpass, <laughs> and they're all friends. And you just get back there and you go, "Okay, guys, don't tell anybody. I can move really, really, really fast. It's okay." He saves a bus, you know, whatever. Um, Not even that. He runs behind a car and then shoots out. Yeah. You know? just, uh, I got anyways. this. Don't worry. And then, uh, I think, but then it's like, save dad? How? No, it's okay, son. I don't want to be in the sequel. Put his hand. The but heart he is of that the sequel. film is, is 
Jonathan Kent, and because you don't piece it together, as him being in Smallville, if you're going to redo the damn film, redo the damn film, put him in Smallville long enough to give you Jonathan Kent that what grounds Kal-El, what grounds Clark, what grounds Superman is his father, is the relationship with it. You cut it up, and it doesn't mean anything. Right. There's no power to it because you're only in it for a couple minutes. The same thing here. Her piece is where she's so wonderful, and she's good in the action sequences. I'm not saying she looks amazing. Her fighting style is incredible. It should be she was an Israeli, you know, she was in the yeah, Israeli army, the um, as everyone in Israel is. Uh, at some point, it, it it just there's just enough there on the surface. I'm like, I want this to be better. Yeah, I thought I thought this deserved better. I thought Patty Jenkins deserved better because I still don't think she did those action sequences. I think she got. I think she's really let down. By so if you who, the, the the if you give me one word for that film, you're like what do you what do you feel the film? It's overproduced. I can strong, see that. Yes. By the producers. Yeah. Well, no, it's just overproduced. Oh. It's just too much of what's there. You don't trust what's there to be there. So the I know action you hate... sequences or whatever. The only slow mo scene I would have had is her jumping off of the the door or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. to for the, the, the for the yeah for the bell tower. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. But you're still you're looking at it and going, I've seen her jump and. Forty times already. So but don't you point? think that? Don't you think with walking? Well, she did. She walked some bullets in real time, didn't she? When they're some, in the when they're in the alleyway. She doesn't always do it. No, but when they're in the alleyway, um, and, and even she on, even on the front when she has the shield. Yeah, yeah. Her, it is at least close well, enough pieces to of it. There just isn't. There just isn't enough of what. There isn't enough of what was good in the film. Right. Okay. So I know. I know you don't really like doing this, but if you're going to rate it out of ten, what would you give it? Six and a half. That's a lot higher than I thought you would, Mike. Well, you, six, like you? I said, I liked it. The six and a half is still is something. I'd probably be around there seven. Yeah, I'd say like seven, seven point five. Yeah. There's enough there. I get. I'm giving the six and a half because I loved what I loved. Right. But I really didn't like what I didn't like. So yeah. that's kind of you know, comparison. Something like Doctor Strange for me would be an eight. Well, I mean, if you could pick Strange one, or something like I liked it, but I still haven't seen it. Again. What's your favorite mo- moment out of the film? If I it'd probably be them in the square uh, in the village. When it starts to snow. Yeah, and because it, all yeah. of the characters are involved. It's a, it's a sweet moment. It kind of gets everybody. It's a character development moment, but it looks good. It, it, it's just got a heart and a feeling and a wonderfulness to it. And that's kind of what I wanted to see well, in the Raz. But you see that when in London, you know, when, when she's trying on the dresses, you get that same. Really, the whole village is is probably the best because the action sequences in the village are as good as anything else. The front, the front is a great hero moment. Yeah, she gets, you know, she yeah. takes the coat off, and nobody looks in like, um, you're not wearing any clothes. Where, it's what are you cold doing? out here. Yeah, just no pants. Okay, cool, whatever. Um, that's the moment that a lot of people you know got choked up for. It was kind of. I think for a lot of people, it was the Avengers moment for me when the Avengers get together yeah. in that film, that, that that tracking shot around in the circle. It's that the first, first time moment of seeing Wonder just, Woman yeah, as got, Wonder Woman. You've got goosebumps all through like, uh, I've been waiting so long for this. So I know there's a lot of people with that kind of moment that says, you know, that that moment was the one that gave you chills. And it was. It was like, ooh, that, that looks awesome. It's a great hero moment. It's a great hero, you know, hero sequence. It's... Uh, you know, Aragon returning to uh, to Helm's Deep when he opens the door and it's just him in the frame, and then the and again slow mo of him walking in. That scene is slow mo is fine. 
but it's just everything else well, that just doesn't. It's, it's just like with anything else. There's your gun that you were talking about, the assault cannon. Yeah. There, it's it's, um, it's an assault cannon? It's, is this real? Yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's something, it's a gun you fill up with salt so you can shoot insects with. Bug assault. It's 40 bucks? Buddy deal. Two. For 80. That's two of them. I don't care. But, okay. Look, here's the thing about Wait, salt. that's a $40 gun that shoots salt for, <laughs> for flies. Yes. <laughs> Look, that's I, the stupidest thing we, I've we, ever we, seen. We're, we're running long now, like so. Too. Yeah. Um, I guess if you're shooting food, you want to shoot it with salt. Well, really... what do you want to do? Shoot it across the room? Because if you shoot it up close, you're going to obliterate well, you whatever. You use it outside. All of a sudden, it's just salt all over the floor in the kitchen, <laughs> shooting flies off of the refrigerator. Um, no, when you're writing, you know they, they tell you if you try to make every moment a moment, then you have no moments. If you take everything and There's you make slow-mo. a slow mo moment, then you yeah, have no you you have no impact of that slow mo moment anymore. You know, the, the, you don't use you, you use that moment, that slow mo, for a a big moment, a hero moment. You know, you when you pan around the Avengers, you do a slow mo so you get everybody, you get the impact of hey, this is something special. You know, you don't do it every time you kick, punch, block yeah. a bullet, or things like that because it loses its impact. Yeah. You know, if if you're making a horror film. And every time somebody walks around a corner, somebody dies or something jumps out. Yeah. After the third one or the second one, you're like, okay, every yeah. single time there's going to be something there. There's, there's only so point. many women and black people you can kill, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you know, that's why I've never understood with these things. You know, they're, they're in, in writing a movie or script or something like that, they always tell you the rule of three. You get to do it three times. The third time that you do something, it's got to be escalated higher than the first time. But you don't do it more than three. Yeah, and it should be a lot further down. Right. Where it's not as expecting. Yes. Yes. You know, it's it's the joke thing. You know, when you watch a sitcom, you'll see a joke appear three times, and the third time it happens, it may be at the end. You break that rule if you're doing something. But you don't break it often. Well, if you do it too much. That's the thing. If you're not going to break the rule, then everything is just the same damn thing over and over again. See, you break the rule it's, for it's, something like it's 300. Two and a half men, where every episode is the same exact fucking episode. Right. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Because it, well, this this is this character, and he never breaks character, this character, or whatever. Um, it, 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 here, yes, the impact is lost because it's it's not even three. It's just, it's just using the whole movie. Yeah. He said if he were to do a movie about a rocket going across the war zone, it would take 45 minutes. Yeah. Just to watch this rocket propel grenade. See, I mean, you could have done it one time when they're on Paradise Island. One time. Don't never do it at Paradise Island. There's no point. Do it when she but gets there is out no of point. the trench right. and that's it. If you, if you if it would have been just her getting out of the trench, it would have been perfect. Yeah. Even the whole her putting her or watching the bullet go past her at Paradise Island. I was like, that's yeah. dumb. I mean, I've seen it in the trailer. I was like, ah, that looks dumb. Right. It was cool. It was awesome when the, the one uh, Amazon was swinging down on the rope. I thought that was pretty badass. When when she swung down and she yeah, flipped she, upside yeah, down. Yeah, all that all that in real time would have been amazing. Yeah. Like all those sequences I think in But real see time you can even it slow so... it down a little bit in real time. Yeah. But not do slow mo. Yeah. Just yeah. so it's more impactful that you, you do a you know, a little bit. Yeah. 
I, their CG needs to get a little bit better though. Too. Their CG uh, is terrible. It's, it's, it's horrible. His sucks. his taking off from the German camp. Yeah. Oh, was awful. Yeah. yeah. And that's again part of the failure is they didn't give this movie as much money as they gave any of the other ones. But even Captain America, when you look at when you look at um, them when uh, when they're chasing down the big plane at the end in the hangar. And that that whole st- when they're in the Red Skull's car and everything, mm-hmm. that CG in that is horrible too. Yeah. Eh, it's okay. I, I it's didn't better like than this. Themyscira's CG. Yeah. Wasn't great. Uh, was it Ares CG was not. No. Like that at Ares all. design was terrible. Yeah. It to me it reminded me of Ares. It's just. Yeah, they did this loosely, I but yeah, get it's past the mustache. <laughs> On Aries, though, either. I'm like, well, it's, I, I wish they would have done the kind of black face that yeah, they've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that they should, black, they should but like, it's, it yeah, out, shattered yeah. it out. Shattered, yeah. It, a lot in the comics, he, you can't see his face after when his helmet's on. Yeah. Um, yeah. He what he takes up uh, uh, when when he what he builds is his trash armor or whatever. Yeah. He um, what the hell. He, uh, it's meant to look sort of like Ares. I, if he's magic, just change into Ares. Yeah. I mean, just. You well, know, if he's if he's a like, god, yeah, yeah he, he would be that, able to. That this is this is the facade he wears, but it is it's all based on in in magic and just do it. And... Yeah. No, I agree. Okay, um, but the movie's definitely worth going to see. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, I, this had a production worth... budget of one hundred and forty nine million dollars. It's worth uh viewing. It's definitely worth seeing. It's not like, like you we would in tell theater. with the other yeah in theater. It's not like with Batman versus Superman or even Suicide Squad those where it's like you know what just wait till it's on something that you already don't wait don't watch it. <laughs> this this is something that's definitely worth going to see in the theaters. We'll put it this way, that what did I say? One hundred and forty nine million dollars. Yeah. Yes. The production budget for Suicide Squad was one hundred and seventy five million. That's because the extra actors. There's but yeah, but it's still you have 175 million dollars for a movie about a bunch of characters that nobody knew, and you went you spent way less than that on a movie and one of the characters that is as recognizable as any four other characters on the planet. Yeah, but the other thing about this is your your main character, your main actor, has never led a film. Doesn't matter. Well, that doesn't matter. What so I'm saying. So they're they're as a studio. Awesome. You get to save money on her. Yes. Use the money to make the rest of the film look better. It's yeah. it's again, it's not thinking, well, we don't know what Wonder Woman's gonna do. People don't yeah, go see women films. You know, but you guys wonder if Wonder if Warner Brothers is going, Well, you know, we had a Batman versus Superman that it made a ton of money. It made money, but it's not, you know It made okay, take the theater, extra that money first couple for a weeks. movie that sucks balls. And spun it on Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean it. It just and again, it was just the the concerns from the start were so unfounded. It, it's the same thing. If Marvel ever comes out and says, "Boy, we really think Black Panther's not going to do as well," you're an idiot. Yeah, and you should be fired immediately. There is no reason, other than pure unadulterated idiotic racism, to think that Black Panther isn't going to do as well as Doctor Strange. Right. I think it's going to destroy. I Doctor think it's Strange. going to do yeah, way better. It's going to be out of out of those single films. I think Spider Man's going to be huge because it'll be of Spider Man. Ant Man too. Yeah, easily. It'll, yeah, easily. it'll beat Ant Man. It's going to beat. Uh, it'll beat probably all of Thor two. Single character films. Yeah. I I think you're going to see the Iron Man. I don't think it'll beat. 
because Iron, well, Iron the, Man three is one of the biggest time yeah. of all time. But I'm, Thor two, oh, Thor two was terrible. Thor two didn't make as much money as Thor. I don't think I don't know if it beat yeah. uh, if it'll beat the Guardians numbers. No, not for this one. But I think it'll be up there with board. Cap one or two. Yeah. Oh, easily. It'll be it'll, it'll beat Winter. I, I think it'll beat Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. I think because I think again, I, see, I think it'll be right around the that same numbers. Mass as Winter appeal Soldier. for it is going to be so huge, and they're going to push this film as the important film. And you've already the introduced the character. Yeah, really, you already have a base yeah. and everything. No, it's it's going to be. I mean, he played a major role in Civil War. He was consumed by vengeance too. <laughs> okay, so Wonder Woman. Last thing to say is definitely worth going to see in the theater. It's definitely worth going to see because of her. Yes, go see her. She's so good. In and here's the thing: she was five months pregnant with, during filming most of that, or a lot of that. And they put a uh, yeah, they, they put a green screen over her tummy. Is that what it was? Yeah, they put well, a big. Know where all the budget went? They put a big green triangle over her tummy. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew she was pregnant. I thought she was pregnant when they were doing reshoots. I didn't realize it was during most of it. Yeah. All right. So for Ethan, Mikey, Chris, I'm already saying check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And we're on Instagram as Nerdables. Oh, he actually broke his own script and, and went. That was amazing. And usually when he says everyone there and it's like, oh, we'll talk to you next week. Then he switched it to, hey, go find out our stuff and go do it. That was that was impressive. It's the first time you've ever done that. And I'll talk to you about Facebook dot org slash nerd people that twitter dot org people stuff bye and tune in next week for our e3 review this is commentating the comic book review arm of the nerdables family of podcasts let the nerds take over us huh?